Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your look at Selena's news, culture, TikTokers all of a sudden, <laughs> with social media celebrities. <laughs> now, yeah, I say that because today we have another guest, and, and I want to start doing this again every week with guests. This whole pandemic is, I don't know if it's coming or going or what the hell, but what we do, what our core is, is interviewing great people from Selena. So we're going to do that more. Today, we have David Hernandez here with us. Yeah. And so, what's up, David? How's it going? Nothing much. Just here, getting back into normalcy and trying to, I've been trying to get onto your show for a little bit, but talk about the DJ industry, talk about, you know, what's been going on and like, you know, my my adventures basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm curious because you're not substantially older, you know, but you've been, you've been in Salinas. Are you born in Salinas? Yeah, yeah. So uh, born and raised, right? Salinas. <laughs> but the other thing I like to mention a lot when I talk to people is that I'm a multi-generational Salinas. Oh, whatever shit. you want to call it. Like whatever we call each other, right? Yeah. Salinas or whatever. But yeah, so my mother was born here. My grandparents were born here. Holy shit. So I've been here a few generations and, and my great-grandparents actually they were they're from Gonzales. So we've been here for a while. Holy. Uh, but we're Mexican too. So we identify as Mexican. And so like... You think back in history, like the Californios, they've been here. They This was Mexico at one time, yeah. right? And so, like, I always tell people, just my family never left. We've just been here so long. Yeah, holy shit. All the way to Gonzalez and the great-grandparent. Damn, I'm, I'm like, dude, we should have your whole fucking family on here. Imagine the stories. Has anyone ever done, like, a family history or, or something? Of Yeah, so um, I we've done some family history, like my aunts. We've done, the like, uh, what is it called? I can't think of the... Family tree or something? Yeah, family genealogy. tree. But you know those, the internet ones? Yeah, genealogy. Yeah, genealogy and that family tree. We So we have some roots like being in America, you know, like Native American. So I'm a little bit that Native American and Mexican, right? Mix. But yeah, so we, we did some research on that. But yeah, so it just comes down that we've been here. So I always tell people because I, I work with kids a lot and they always say, you know, are you Mexican? They always ask me that because my last name's Hernandez, right? Yeah. And they're like, are you Mexican? Yeah, I'm Mexican. And they're like, where are you from? Right. Indicating like, where am I from? From Mexico. Right. I'm like, no, I'm from here. Like, I'm from here. That's what I know. And so this is like, this is just me. Like, imagine I could imagine their little brains just like, what do you mean? Like, you're from here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm from here, but I'm Mexican, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So has it your family always been like on the east side or north side or one specific part of town? In the 80s. Well, I grew up in 79. Right. So in the 80s, all Mexicans were from the east side of Salinas, yeah. right? So uh, I lived in the east side, born and raised. I mean, many people could say that, but we did move. Uh, we moved a lot across the city, um, the west side. Then I live on the north side now, but I, that's where I spent good majority of my teenage years on the north side, Santa Rita area. Oh, okay. And so that's where I went to elementary school. I went to high school at North High. But yeah, so we did a lot of moving and stuff. I mean, I, my youth was definitely... Um, side and so when did the because you mentioned you're you do djing when did that come in were you doing that in high school already no so uh so my former brother-in-law was a dj and he the first time i seen him with with turntables i was like man this is like awesome like that's cool like you're spinning records and like to scratch right he could do all that stuff and this is before like electronic like music like where you could dj off a computer i mean this is way before computers right it was just like records spinning. And I remember my first record that my sister bought me. So my sister's like eight years older than me. 
And the first record she bought me was, it was like a hip hop song. And I was just like loving it. And the, and the way it spin and the, how you could put the needle on the record, right? Yeah. Put the needle on the record. And I, I was just like, man, this is like, I want to do this. I was like a young kid, like impressionable, right? And I was just like, I want to do that. I want to do this. So eventually I just got the equipment and, I, and I, that was my mentor, my former brother-in-law and how I came up as a DJ and, and how, you know, I'm still a DJ at 41. You know, I started when I was like 20 and still here I am at 41, still a DJ 20, 20 years later. And had you seen DJs like before, like famous DJs or just seen people DJing like locally? You know, going back a little bit, history is Bubba G. Scotch. I don't have you ever heard of Bubba G. Scotch? Yeah, I've yeah. heard the name. Yeah, for so sure. So Bubba G. Scotch, his mural for those like listening, his mural is on Maine, North Maine, and Alvin. There's there's a what is it called? A light box? Yeah, for the lights. Yeah, yeah what, where they they what, fix the lights. Yeah, what those electrical boxes? Yeah, electrical box. Yeah. yeah, so they painted it, and his photos on there. Was, he he passed away. Yeah, um, and his photos on there, and it says Bubba G. Scotch on it, and he was the pioneer DJ of the Salinas area. He did KHDC which is the local uh, radio, the public radio. Isn't his daughter still involved with that? Yeah, she does. She does. She DJs too. That's multi-generational. Yeah, yeah, multi-generational DJing. So my, my brother-in-law, he's in that family too. And so he learned from them. And then, so I, I was I was always watching him, going to parties, seeing this, like how he makes the crowd move and people are like, yeah, when when they, uh, when they, who puts on a certain song, right? And so this is, so DJing also is not that old, right? It barely started like in the 70s yeah. and 80s, right? So as I'm coming up, hip hop's coming up. What I'm coming up, you know, as a, as a youth and coming into teens, hip hop's coming up, right? Yeah. So, because your teens were the, the 90s? My teens were the 90s. But then okay, the youth, yeah. you know, is the 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 80s, right? Yeah. So as like I said, hip hop's coming up. I'm coming up, and you know, I just fell in love with it. But but also, I'm getting influence from my sister. She's listening to freestyle music. Um, she's listening to electronic music, hip hop, obviously, because that's yeah. coming up too. So it's like an urban thing going on, and you know, that's where the the turntablism comes in. The DJ, the MC, and then you know. They're partying too. They're partying too. Like they're having a good time. So I see it like, man, I want to be like that too. And so, I mean, I, I've, I have become that. So, so what was, what was Salinas? Uh, actually here, we'll go there. What were you in high school? Were you like uh, a party dude? Were you quiet? What did you, what was your scene? I was, I probably would say like, I was just more quiet. Like I wasn't trying to be like a party dude. I mean, we did go to parties. I'm not going to lie. We <laughs> did go to parties. This is back when, you know, Pre Salinas in the nineties, yeah. it was that was pretty rough too, right? Yeah. I mean, I I love Salinas. We always say that how, how much yeah, yeah. we love here, but it 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 is a a town with an a, an edge, you know. Yeah, and yeah. in the nineties, it was because I I mean I I became a teenager in the early two thousands, you know. Mm. So my youth was spent in the on the east side. It was, and it was again where you were the eighties. I you know mine was the nineties yeah, uh, yeah. on the east side, and it was yeah it was nuts. So I can imagine what it. What the parties were like, what the scene was like, like what, what, what was it? Just fights all over the place, or what the hell? Yeah. So I mean, this is another time that you got to think back. This is like pre-internet, right? So yeah. we're going out. We're not just staying in, and we're not just doing. So this is pre-internet, and this is a time when kids were like, "There's nothing to do in Salinas." And we still hear it to this day, but there yeah. really was nothing to do in Salinas, right? Except for party and go out. But yeah, I mean, I've been to parties where there were shootings, and I've been to parties where they're knocking over my turntables and. They're like fighting and all this crazy stuff. But there's parties where it's just like normal stuff. You just hang out with your friends and like, you know, it's a good time. And it's just like having fun. But so it wasn't always bad. Like how you say, like we always try to, a lot of people try to knock Salinas. Like yeah. it's always like bad. And like I used to live in Marina for a few years and 
I would tell them like, where are you from? And they're like, oh, I'm from um, Salinas. No one's from Marina, right? <laughs> like, where are you from? And I, I would be like, I'm from Salinas. You're from Salinas? Man, there's, you you survived, dude. That's like the, the concept they would come up with. You survived and you came out. Yeah, man, I wasn't like, yeah, wasn't like shooting every like block you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like, I'm a nerd. Yeah, I'm a yeah, nerd. Yeah. I grew up on the east side. I'm a fucking nerd. Like that exists. That's a yeah, thing yeah, yeah, too, yeah. man. <laughs> We're not all fucking crazy. Like, I mean, a little bit louder than a lot of people because yeah. the east side's kind of loud, but we're normal. Yeah, yeah. And what was, fuck, dude, that was, Salinas was super tiny, right? It was before Creek Bridge, before Baranda wasn't even yeah, that, that fucking far. And now that's going to get all built up. That's yeah, going to yeah. get all filled in, dude. And people are still going to say, there's nothing to do in Salinas. So my, my to, to bring you back a little bit ways is that my senior year, my senior year I was at North, going to North High, right? And they just built Alvarez. And we were so worried that we would get pushed to Alvarez because of where we lived, the boundaries. And then we were like, man, I'm going to graduate at Alvarez. I don't want to go there. Like, yeah. nobody's there. There's no sports. There's nothing there. But, that, that's, but of course, they didn't do that. Like, seniors, you could stay where your school's at. But I know ha- I have some friends who their sisters were going into freshman year, and they were, like, forced to go to Alvarez. That I was, love Alvarez now. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love Alvarez now. But Well, that was my sister. Oh, we, okay. That was the year we moved to the north side. Again, specifically because my mom was like, we got to get the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to get out of the east side. And she took us to the north side. I was like, eh, not that much different, dude. <laughs> Except there's houses instead of apartments, but yeah, it, yeah. everything else is the same. And, yeah, so my sister was the first group that went there all the way freshman through senior. Yeah, yeah. And then, because we, we were right there on Los Coches and Natividad. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, which yeah. is the bo- border. Natividad right there is the border. Oh, yeah. And she got to choose. And, of course, my mom's like, nope, you're not going to North High. Like, we just took you out of the east side, bro. Like, you're going to the nice school with the fucking white people with money. Yeah, and it was so. And that was interesting in itself because then a bunch of the, like, the rivalry between Alisal and Alvarez started there because Alisal people were like, ah, you guys are too soft to be at our school. That's why you went to the new school and shit. Salinas, dude. This is, ah, that's so fucking funny. That's how. And then you mentioned that your your mother moved you out too of the east side. That's the same reason uh, my mother moved me out of the east side too. There was, I used to live on Alkington. Oh, damn, yeah. And then Alkington was one gang, right? And then Kilbreth is a street over. Yeah. Now there's a street in the middle. Like there was no street and there used to be a field. And so Kilbreth was a street over, but they would fight. And I remember being young, man, it's like you would hear gunshots like doo, 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 doo. and I'm like, oh man, okay, it's time to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, Kilbreth is one of the both of those streets. Street, they're yeah, yeah. pretty pretty legendary. That's when again when you want to say, Oh, do Salinas, dude, it's not what it is. And it's like, all right, go go to that neighborhood at ten o'clock at night right. with no business. Exactly. Like, okay, well maybe not. <laughs> all right, some neighborhood. <laughs> but I mean, most of Salinas you could be anywhere else at, at you know, with no business. So nowadays, you, you like you say, you still do the DJ thing, and you DJ where? So right now I DJ at Eva's Cantina on Monterey Street, right around the corner from where we're at. Uh, I do there Fridays, I sometimes switch Saturdays. And the reason why we switch sometimes is because I'll, I'll do weddings. I got into the mobile gig. So I started as a club DJ. But even going back, so what happened was that after high school, I went to the military and then um, I got out of the military and I started DJing. That was like my thing. Like, I want to be a DJ after I get out, right? Yeah. And so well, the common thing, everybody does that. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. in the military, and you become a DJ. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I get out. I, I was this DJ. I wanted to be this club DJ. And, and I did become this club DJ. I was in um, this club. It used to be called, when it ended, it was called the Hippodrome. I don't know. Oh, if you okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was in Monterey. 
It was a big yeah. club. It had three rooms. It actually had four rooms. They it's had like apartments now, right? Yeah, it's apartments now. Yeah. And they used to have rock downstairs. I don't know, like for, Yeah, so I've been to several yeah. I've been to, yeah, to several rock shows down there. Yeah, downstairs was rock and upstairs they would have like hip hop, whatever, and electro in one room. And so they had three different yeah, rooms like upstairs. Balcony, yeah, and bal- pool tables and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Dude. So it was it was like they had cages, like girls yeah. dancing. Yeah, they would hire girls to dance in the cages. It was madness. Yeah, yeah. Kadon was like DJing there like one Friday a month or something. So like it, it used to be big. It used to be big. Yeah, so, fuck yeah. So I, I used I used to DJ there and it, it started getting closed down. Monterey really hammered the the club scene. Just too many fights and it was like uh, yeah, they're like, why do we got to put up with this? These tourists don't fight and they spend hella money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you guys don't bring in that much money and then you just cost us hell on the cops. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I started there. And then I started coming over to Salinas. Well, it was called Cajon. Cajon was uh, the brick house. Yeah, it's right, right across the street. street. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it was a brick. It was Cajon first, and then that started falling off. And then the brick house after that. I used to was DJing with my friend. He goes by Garfield Fish. He's kind of like known around here. Yeah, I've, that, I know that. Ter- I was gonna say like, oh, I, I've heard of that person on the internet. Yeah, yeah, it yeah must yeah. be a local dude. Yeah, and so he was doing the brick house, and he would call me sometimes. He's like, "Oh yeah, fill me the spot. I'm going to like Miami or something." And so Damn. I would do that. And then I have my other friend, whose name is uh, DJ Randall. He's he does 201 now at two 201 Main. He's the DJ there, and so we work off each other too. Are they back at 201? Yeah, the 201's back. 201's back. And Evas, dude, how is that scene? Evas is like a bar, and uh, it's just place to like chill drink and like not really dance it's just to drink and oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah and listen to music yeah because i i mean i'm familiar with the original evas on williams which yeah, that is was small. probably smaller than this room and it's like a tiny and but it's got some of the best fucking yeah, no. food is, does it translate is it the same food i, I actually i haven't had none there because i'm just like working and yeah. get out of there but i haven't but i've asked people they're like, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's you know, you know what? They get be. busy. They get busy. So, and they have two spots now that they could do outside, and so the outside will be full and the inside will be full. Oh Because like, like the inside is like more of a bar. You got to think of it like a bar. Oh, and then, okay. And then they have uh, seating around the bar. So there's a bar in the middle. People love keep, like hanging out right there, and then around like people are more of the fat. But not even families coming. It's just young people coming in. It's like eating and having a good time, listening to music. There's a bar. I- Evas, man, I gotta, I gotta check that. You're two blocks away. I'm yeah, over yeah, here yeah. trying to promote the neighborhood. I haven't even been there. Well, I mean, it was they opened like right during the pandemic and stuff, and yeah, and yeah. So I didn't know they had a full bar like that inside yeah. or whatever. And uh, do you play inside? Yeah, so we play inside. Uh, Randall was my old friend. I mentioned he mentioned sometimes he he was getting in trouble by the cops. They're coming in like the neighbors were like the music's too loud because they were doing outside. Yeah. The pandemic. <laughs> And then so they came inside when we could come inside and he was like, yeah, it's just way better. Like we haven't had no troubles. No, nobody nobody's in. called yeah, nobody called. It's just, and we keep it low too. It's like try to keep it at a certain volume and not try to do like the bass where it's like, you know, really yeah. bumpy, right. And try to be all crazy. Fuck, that's what I, I mean, you're a DJ, so you're fucking right in the thick of it. But as I get older, I'm, I'm like, I like the music, but it's, it's a little too loud. <laughs> I can't, I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to conversate. So we keep it low where it's like at a level where people could like talk to each other. Right. And not should be all crazy. And you know what? It's becoming now because 201's open. It's becoming a place where people pregame. Right. And okay. Yeah. Go out. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Cause I, I said, I mean this, the old town is changing. It's getting better, but mm-hmm. you could literally open like five bars 
and none of the bars that are here are going to struggle. Like yeah, there's, yeah. there's enough people, you know, there's, there's enough drinkers out there. And yeah. And if you want to do a crawl, you know, sometimes you're just like, okay, we got XL, Dubbers, Farmers Union, yeah, yeah. Kingsden and Jaime's like, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good thing, but like, that's not, not all of them, you know, you can't get a beer at Kingsden or I guess you can, but it's going to get like, be like a Coors Light or some shit. But so, yeah, so it, it's dope to, that there's more, you know, more variety. I love it because I, man, I was blown away today because it's Sunday. We record on Sundays yeah. and uh, I went to Dubbers to, to get some food before we recorded and Old Town was busy. It was busy. Like, that's one of my big complaint is like, you spent all this money, but it's still a dead neighborhood. Like, yeah, yeah. all the shops are closed. Nobody's here. But fuck no. The sidewalks were busy. The people riding their bike. And I don't know if I've said it yet, but big shout out to Tamsi and the city for doing this You're project so on Alisal. I, I've never seen that many people. Ride. I'm sure there was people riding their bikes. I don't know where they were riding it. But uh -huh. now you see them on Alisal because there's that protect i don't know if it's a protected bike lane but at least it's painted yeah yeah but yeah it was so neat like I, you can see the future and like fuck if you add you can there could be a hundred more people here and the neighborhood will still be dead but wow it's it would be even like that'd be crazy that'd be hundreds of people downtown yeah yeah and i don't know it's exciting to to see that change and i think with these apartments, because across the street here at Dick Bruin is going to be 20 apartments. Across the street from that, the Rabobank is going to be 50 apartments, mm -hmm. plus Alvarado's opening yeah. up on the ground Definitely. floor. Like, yeah, it's going to be a pretty cool little neighborhood. Yeah, so that, I always talk to my friends about, you know, there's opportunities for everybody, especially for the DJs, because we always try to battle each other. It's just the way the community is. You know, everybody's trying to make money, right? Everybody's trying to be out there, trying to be in the scene. You get your name out there, then you become you get more gigs and you go to San Jose, San Francisco, right? But now there's going to be opportunity here. Finally, we don't got to go to San Jose. We don't got to go to San Francisco to make money, right? Or to like get bigger yeah. than we are, right? And so that's what I always tell everybody, like, just just wait, just wait. Because Old Town's going to be a place where hopefully it'll be opportunity for us as entertainment, right? Or DJs just to... Um, become you know something right or just to make money no it, it's really exciting and it, it's i you touched on it when you talked about because i i'm trying to think of the name of uh hippodrome i was thinking robobank i this is totally my conspiracy what i feel is is that is that um about 10 or 15 years ago because monterey's been touristy for a while but about 10 or 15 years ago it really hit this thing the aquarium just became this behemoth yeah and Monterey realized that, that like the dollars and the daytime dollars matter way more than this night. Because they were the nightlife area around here, yeah, you yeah. know, other than Santa Cruz or San Jose. They were, you know, all of Salinas would go there basically or to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Fridays. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that shit is madness. Don't go there, people. It's dangerous. Love Applebee's, but no, I don't. The place is terrible. Um, but anyway, th but you, no one would ever think that. Say, okay, what are we going to do tonight? Either, you know, if we we're going to stay in Salinas, that, that meant we we're going to go to Cork and Bottle or go to Tom's Liquors and get a 30-pack or get a bottle and just find a garage to hang out. It never was, oh, let's go hang, let's go downtown. Let's go see, check the scene out, you know. And, but then, again, at, then Monterey was like, we this nightlife is too much trouble. Yeah. The cops probably aren't used to people fighting all the time, you know. So they... I believe they instituted policies within the city 
to prevent it. And I mean, they would do like noise ordinances yeah. and they'd be really strict about them. And you would hear all these bars having to shut down. I mean, places that are beloved by the community, they would put these crazy decibel fucking restrictions on them to the point where they couldn't operate. And it was inevitable that, you know, then Selena's, you know, restaurants started popping up. Uh, Patria, you know, those people are from Carmel. And that you would see people from the peninsula that got tired of the regulations would come here to Salinas and Salinas was like, I don't know. We've never had people in restaurants, yeah. so we don't have any rules on it. Do whatever the fuck you want. And, and then, so that's where slowly you're seeing that change is that you can't go to Monterey and be like, yo, I want to open a new nightclub. That's going to bring in 500 people a night. They're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of here. But in Salinas, Salinas will be like, what? Fuck yeah. We would love that. Like we, you know, we've never had that. We, you know, and yeah, it's it's gonna keep changing. It's gonna keep happening. Where all you're gonna go to Monterey just just to look at fish, you know, at the aquarium. You're not gonna like at night. You come back here. Yeah. And dude, again, when I was at Dubbers earlier today, there was just this older couple at the table next to me, and they were fancy, dude. You could tell just the, their clothes. The guy had a bag, like it was a fancy ass leather bag. I don't know. They just looked like money. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was like, I swear they're not from Salinas. Like <laughs> I know I'm just, Salinas is a big city, and there is a lot of wealthy people here. But they just looked like a straight up Monterey couple or yeah. a Carmel couple. And I'm like, man, I could see these people just so tired of the all the tourist bullshit. They're like, let's go to Salinas. Yeah, we keep hearing about that. The the downtown looks looks pretty and. I, I oh my god I was so close, I only only had one beer so I didn't have the fucking bravery to go up to them but I wanted to be like hey where are you guys from like I know that's stupid as fuck but just just reassure my conspiracy you know I get the feeling that again why are you gonna you're gonna stand in line or you're gonna wait for an overpriced hamburger that's not that good because they're popping out five thousand of them a day. And you're going to be there with these fucking people from who knows where. Or you could just come to Salinas, get good a good burger, good service, because, you know, we're, we're not pretentious here. You know, we're yeah. real people. All that just from looking at those fucking poor people where I just thought they just stopped by for a bite. But it's just interesting to see it. It's really it's happening slowly. I, I'm so I'm always trying to push it and be like, no, it's not happening fast enough. But it, it's. It's definitely different than 15 or 20 years ago. I think. Yeah, so it actually started a, while, uh, a few years ago, probably about 10 years ago. What so, the, you know, I was DJing at this the club, the Hippodrome, and then they they wanted to shut it down. It's just too much stuff going on. There was one across the street. It was called Docs. Yeah. Doc Ricketts, and they shut that one down. And then there was one down the street. I forgot the name, though. It's called, like, Bears, Bulls and Bears now. I forgot what they used to call it. But then that stuff happened there. They wanted to shut that Lucky down. Duck? Yeah, I think it was called it was Lucky, Lucky Deck. Deck. Yeah. And I, that, I heard stories. That one needed to get shut yeah. down. <laughs> well, there was like one time, like, there was like, I think it was New Year's Eve or something. There was like, someone stabbed somebody right there. Right. Yeah. So that one, they got shut down. And so they started shutting stuff down, but then people still wanted to go out, right? And have a good time. Yeah. Like, they just, so what happened is that stuff started coming to Salinas. And so there's promoters started spawning up. And there was, during the time I was at Hippodrome, there was a Mexican restaurant across the street right here. That it started up like a nightclub kind of stuff, and um, they were doing music there, and it used to get popular right there. I forgot the name though. Anyways, so it was getting popular, so they were taking the the clients from 
from Hippodrome and that you would find them over here in Salinas. So that was, that was like the start of it. And then eventually, you know, we got Guy Hohen started opening up. People started going there and then, you know, Brick House. And then that was pretty much it for a little bit. Yeah. Until, you know, 201 started coming up. And then that's, that's where it's at now. We're 201. It took them a while to find yeah. their feet. But once, once they figured out how to attract that, that nightlife crowd, fuck, shit's packed yeah, all yeah. the time. It's facts. And so, but then it spawned, like I was saying, they spawned these promoters who were doing stuff at the Fox Theater. And that's where actually I, I started, I met, I met a lot of guys, a lot of promoters. Um, they were doing events. They were bringing out artists, like Bay Area artists, people from LA, reality show artists. These artists, oh, really? that, yeah, these artists that were barely coming up. Um, and you started getting big for a little bit, but then that started dying down too. And so it goes in like in waves. And so... You know, you have a good year, but the next year might not be good, you know? Yeah. And so I always, I always seen that. And that was one of the main reasons why I kind of went into, like, I'm now I'm more into the mobile game of doing, like, parties, weddings. You know, that's, I'm, I'm glad because that's where the money's at. And I'm yeah. getting older, so, you know, I shouldn't be in the clubs no more. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, no. Oh, man, that's weird as well. Like, I'm only 34, but... Man, twenty three year olds are like a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even want to interact with you, yeah. man. Like you do you, I do me. I don't need to be in your space. But I think it, it's it's those ups and downs. I think will, a lot of it. I'm not saying it'll be completely alleviated, but having seventy apartments just yeah. like in, right here in in one corner, you know, because if this that's two people per apartment, that's a hundred and forty people. Yeah. Like if there was twenty more people at Dubbers or Excel or whatever, damn, it'd be packed all the time. Like they can't fit that many, so it's only a matter of time before another person opens up. You yeah, know, yeah. another person, and then those ups and downs go away because the people live here. You know, you don't, yeah, they don't have to be like, fuck, dude, we've been doing that for three months. Let's just cool off for a bit. Let's go somewhere else. Like, no, they live here. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude, I just keep thinking if we can get one of those. We'd have our studio here. I'd have my bars here, my coffee shop. I'd be like, I wouldn't need a car. Everything yeah, would be with like five minutes, man. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is na- I don't know what's going on, but nationally, like clubs have been actually shutting down. I don't. I don't know. And this was pre-pandemic. A lot of clubs, even in San Jose. I don't know if you if you, how often you go to San Jose, but San Jose used to be a huge bar scene. You could bar hop, how you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And you go from one bar to the next to the next. They shut that down too. And so San Jose used to have these mega clubs that were huge, huge, huge clubs. They shut those down too. And so the, like they started building like, you know, gentrification, the markets yeah. and all this stuff. And so now they only got like San Pedro Square where they have like maybe like a day party or like this one night party. But they're trying to shut down the nightlife. It's becoming to more of these little like how, how Salinas is doing these little pubs, little like drink um, places where you just relax and have, you know, yeah. have, have a drink here and go home. And so, yeah. So that's- yeah, no, but people, yeah, you have to find a balance. Like when people do want to go out and dance, fuck, dude, oh my God, women are always like, I want to dance. I don't know how it gets, it's crazy how that gets in their head. They're just like, I want to dance. And it's good. Like, all right. Like I need to take this person out sometime. Like she's going to go crazy. Yeah, we yeah. need that dance place. Well, 201, I, I think, is was very good for that. And they have the space. I mean, I don't know how many more places downtown because, I mean, a lot of these buildings are old, so they are pretty smallish. Yeah, so I'm like, what What else can you do it? And But the, I, I'm glad that they figured it out. They got to yeah. do something with that ground floor, though, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing is, like, 
I don't know how many people want to go out, you know, like at a certain point, there's only so many people that want to go out like on a certain night. Yeah. People are just tired or they just want to do something else. You know what? Dubbers is always packed. Right. Fuck yeah. And then Eva's gets packed too. We, we have a lot of people, but they don't, they're not like the dancing type. They just want to sit there and drink and yeah. go home, I guess. But you know, you go to a club and you have to get dressed up, you know, it costs, you know, so much money to get in and it's a whole night. Like you're there till two in the morning. You want to get your money's worth. Then you you know you're gonna go there you need to get drunk and so like some people just don't want to do that they just want to go have a few drinks have a good time hang out with their friends and then go home yeah especially after COVID man everyone's all having these existential crises yeah. and shit like that I'm gonna do all that yeah. just to spend money and get all sweaty next to people like no yeah but hey that's I hope that that keeps going because there's always gonna be some people that want to do that and but dude I don't know. Salinas has to do a better job of also. We were talking about self promotion before we started recording, and I think they got to do better at that. Of like, come here, come check it out, come. You know, they they don't seem to be very proactive. Of like, yeah. So uh, you know, I th- I think the downtown area is doing a better job, and it's becoming more like attractive. It's like more people want to come here, especially from like because it's a regional thing. You know, Salinas is like a regional thing, and that that goes all the way from like our shopping centers to our you know car lots and everything yeah. like so is becoming the regional center and so i think they really need to capitalize on that like regional where south county comes down even all the way from king city i mean that's still a drive right an hour Dude, yeah and so like you come down monterey comes up you know seaside still comes up because seaside got his own thing going on too there because they're they're revitalizing their, their yeah. area too and they got some clubs because i know some djs down there they're doing some stuff down there too man sometimes i'm in season i'm like uh-huh. fuck that you guys are like a little fraction of selena so you guys are doing some cool <laughs> shit yeah, dude they are, they are and so like you know it's, it's just really trying to capitalize on the regional area and trying to be like this is the hub for everything and like how you you always say in your, in your podcast is like downtown needs to be that area where people come it's like attractive it's it's just a place to be yeah no it man that and don't get cannery row and all that's there whenever we want it but that's not for us that's yeah, pr- yeah. It's, it's priced out and it's all corporate and 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 whack and that's that's where i would love for and i feel like some of the people that at least promoted or own buildings downtown would love some of that corporate stuff that monterey has and i want to be like nah, dude like keep going with this this little hustle that we got these little shops you know that are selling uh flowers and stuff man they're doing all i was just walking by getting my coffee and there was yeah a little shop at the antique mall and they sell flowers and they had these giant dahlias and i was like what the hell i didn't even know we had this is fucking cool but yeah dude i i the city i i want to be i want to talk all this shit but you're doing it all around but i'm like fuck i always do that and it is getting better i mean if you go down on a friday saturday night in that corner i guess it's the 100 block i don't know we're, yeah we're maya up to i guess the 200 block i guess you want to call it. man that corner right there where dubbers is at to 201 it's like in first awakenings, I mean, it's not even open there at that time, but man, that's that place is busy. And then if you go straight down the street, honestly, go straight down the street towards uh, was that Monterey? Go tell Monterey, Evas is right there, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, oh, that's also another thing, uh, that oh, that was actually a little bit of news. Uh, there's an empty spot by the courthouse that used to be the, the DA used to have like trailers there, uh-huh. oh, and, yeah, yeah and they they moved them, I think, I don't know where, but. They moved them, and so they got rid of those trailers. So now there's this empty spot by the courthouse, and the city's like, oh, let's put a parking structure. Let's put a parking structure. There's no parking downtown. 
And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like our studio is downtown. I'm here every fucking day. There is parking. Like there's parking downtown. If you're willing to walk up to three blocks, Yeah, which is not a big deal. Like, I don't know how you, the city can be like walk. Cause yeah, you don't think about that. Like you're, you're at Dubbers and someone's like, Oh, let's go to Eva's and get a drink. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, like, what are we going to call an Uber then? And it's like, dude, it's one block. Yeah. It's a thousand feet or whatever the hell. Yeah, I, I don't know if, like, the city, like, got to do maps or something to show the spots to be like, look, dude, you're within walking distance. Yeah. Like, you, you live in a city. You're going to have to walk. We're not going to spend $20 million to build a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And plus, that just encourages people to drive to the parking lot go and go to their destination. Like, no, make them walk around the neighborhood oh, yeah. so they can see the shops and everything. Anyway, ugh, I don't know. if This is just me being an asshole, but. Salinas is still a small town or a small city. Yeah. So I, I think some of the the leaders just see parking structures as a big city mm-hmm. thing. So they're like, wow, we're, we'll be the big city with a, a four-story parking structure. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yo, fuck no. I, what? That structure is going to be there for decades. You yeah, know, yeah. 30 years in the down the road, is that going to be the most useful use of that space? Well, you know, just because you think a big cities have tallest parking structures, like, no, get out of that small town mentality, you know, just, ooh, tall and shiny, like, Salinas is going to be cool now. Like, no, what works? What works for the people, the citizens that are here now? Yeah, yeah. And also, again, like, in the future, it's going to be there. In in 30 years, are people even going to be driving cars, you know, like... (laughs) Is it going to be robots driving us around or whatever? We're going to have to just, you know, tear down. The city doesn't have that much money to fucking build a parking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To me, that's one where everybody was like, there's no parking. Like, there are two or three people they interviewed. Like, there's no parking. There's no parking. I'm like. I thought it was for the county workers. They, I mean, it'll be like a hybrid thing. I'm sure the county will get, you know, X amount of permits. They'll get a, the top couple floors or something. And yeah. the, the other floors will be for the people. But, and I'm like. Also, that is at the courthouse, which is like 10 blocks away from the actual downtown core. If people aren't walking the one or two blocks already to park, what the fuck makes you think they're going to park way down there and walk over like to go to to the two or three shops that are open? Like, I I don't know. Sometimes it baffles me. And that's where I'm like, am I am I crazy? Am I crazy? Like uh, they're thinking, they're thinking about the farmers market on Saturday that for places to park for them. Yeah, exactly. That'd be the closest thing. And I, I don't know how many people would walk over. I was just looking. I was like, there's like three bus stops right here. The train station is is like fifteen hundred feet away. Yeah, this is a perfect place for an apartment building. So you could tell people, look, there's nice bike lane on Alisal. There's a bus stop on Alisal. There's another bus stop on like Capital and Gabilan. There's the train station right there. Like, ah, it's it's just perfect for more housing. And fuckers want to put a parking lot. <laughs> anyway, I'm over here going to get on my damn soapbox of fucking parking lots or whatever. Like, no, because I'm anti-car too. Like, dude, yeah. cars are so elitist. Like, you need, dude, you need a, a certain amount of money to own a car. Yeah, I know. And sure, so, it's gas. I mean, gas is going up too. So, oh, dude, yeah, I filled up a tank and it's like 50 bucks or something and i'm like what the fuck i drive a ford focus like (laughs) this doesn't have a huge tank what the fuck 
Biden, what are you doing? Let's fucking let's drill through Alaska, man. <laughs> no, let's not fuck up the environment. As fucking Germany drowns because yeah. we fucked up the environment. <laughs> Buildings are collapsing in Miami. <laughs> just so you, just so you can walk. Yeah. Anyway, that I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the change, and you you seem excited as well. I mean, that's why I wanted to have you on as well because you, I'm here. You know, our our studio is here. We're in the neighborhood a lot, but I, I'm curious to see the people that are putting on the events or that are seeing it from the other side, what they're seeing, you know. And if you were to come here and you're like, Woof, I'm oh, ready to well. bounce, then it'd be like, holy shit, you know. So it, it's good that, you know, I've had business owners on here and they, they have positive thoughts of where the downtown is going. And now, you know, we have people that put on events and you have positive thoughts of where it's going. Every, everyone seems to be, to be positive. So, yeah. So, I mean... When you hear news like, you know, the brew crews coming in, you got Alvarado Street Breweries coming in or Alvarado is coming in. Right. And it's like, man, there's opportunity for us, which for me, like I'm getting to the point where like I'm re- I need to retire, start DJ. Right? I'm getting too old to DJ, be a 50 year old DJ in the club. Like, trying yeah, to DJ. I, I can't even carry this stuff no more. I'm getting too old. But it's, like it's the, good for the like, close of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, but for the younger generation, you know, I know a lot of younger DJs that are coming up and. I look to them like, hey, man, this is the opportunity for you. You just got to wait like a few years, but it's going to come to you. And, man, it's going to be better than I had it. Um, you know, I had to go all the way to Monterey or I had to go to San Francisco. Because I've DJed in San Francisco, San Jose, right, just to like DJ, right, because that's what I love to yeah. do. And sometimes just nothing was around here during those years. And so I look at it as like, I, and I tell them, like, just wait a few years, man. This is going to be an opportunity for you where all of us, like I said earlier, all of us are going to have an opportunity to make money, to do what we love to do, make people dance or, you know, play just background music or whatever we got to do to, like, get our love of DJing out and entertain people. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a few years, it's going to be, I think it's going to be really crazy around here. And not in a bad way, like I'm saying crazy, like in a bad way, yeah. but it's going to be, like, vibrant. And, and, and for us, like... I'm also kind of like into politics too. Not kind. I am in a politics, yeah. but it's what we've been asking for for so long, right? For downtown Salinas to be a vibrant downtown, right? So quit building all the way in the north side where I live, where all the traffic is at every every uh, weekend, right? It's like crazy down there. Yeah. And that's where, and we go back to the South County. I'm talking about the South County again. That's where the people from the South County they don't go to downtown Salinas on Sunday. The ag workers they get off on Sunday, right? They're not going to downtown Salinas. Yeah. They're going to Northridge Mall. And it's packed down there. North Main. I live like right off of North Main. It's packed right there. It's like traffic. They put all those lights too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, man. And they, but that just to show you, they put those lights right for a reason is because the traffic is there. They're not putting lights over here. No, nothing's yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, so that's, I'm glad they're, it's moving in the, that direction. Maybe it's only Friday and Saturday. Okay, it's a start for us. I know I know 201 is going to start doing Sundays for like a little lounge area. And Sundays are kind of a thing that's been going on like in the industry for a little bit, like having Sunday day parties. Yeah. And a lot of the cities like San Jose do it, San Francisco do it. But, uh, you know, we bring that here. And so those are like the next steps. So Fridays is really big. Saturdays is really big. And then Sundays in the day. And then you go back to work. You know, you just. Yeah, dude. When I, again, when I was walking around today, which again, it, it is Sunday to reiterate in case I haven't said it 12 times already on the show, but there were several restaurants that, of course, I mean, it's Sunday. It's a traditional day to be closed, but I'm like, man, there is enough people walking around. Dubber's is getting all the clientele. I mean, it's a great restaurant. 
restaurant, but it's one of the only ones that's open, you know? And I'm like, dude, four or five more of these restaurants could be open and all these people right here, or not all of them, but they would have clients. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Again, they wouldn't open on Sunday just for two or three people. Like it would be three or four years ago. One of my, one of my favorite spots. And I, man, I always do this. I don't know why I do this to myself, but the burrito King. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite spots to like go get a breakfast burrito. But for some reason, I always want to get it on a Sunday and they're closed. Yeah. I'm like, it. But I always, I always tell my wife like, yeah, I want to get Burger King. She's like, it's Sunday. Well, what? Well, they're not Chick-fil-A. They should be all right. <laughs> but it makes sense. I mean, for literally for it, because they've been in old town for a long, long time. time yeah. Like you're going to, you're spending so much money just to keep the lights on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But now I'm not saying Burrito King should open, but, uh, but yeah, now you definitely, there's that foot traffic. I don't know. I was looking and I was like, what, what's going on? What's going, like, yeah, is yeah. Monterey that packed You know that everybody's here? But cause it wasn't like, it looked like downtown Monterey or like Alvarado street in Monterey. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? And it was families and people on dates and people walking their dog and people on bikes and hella people cruising. Fuck dude. It was like six or seven Lincoln Continentals. I had never seen so many at one point. I was, I was I almost had a heart attack. I was just like, what the fuck? But yeah, I was just like, holy shit. I was saying two weeks ago that how this neighborhood isn't really alive or vibrant. Like go to Alicell yeah, at yeah. any time and, and see what vibrancy really looks yeah, like. Yeah. But damn, just weeks later, this was a Sunday, you know? And I'm just like, what the fuck? This could I, be a... a Friday afternoon. This yeah, is nuts. Like how we were talking before the show too. It's like the cars, right? The cars are coming, and the the cars they're doing little car shows right there, and so that's even making it more vibrant. And it's like more people just hanging out. I mean, it takes a tie. Man, that place was busy the other day. Well, that's what I'm loving is that the and this is where like people got to re- realize again when they have their their bad opinion of, of what lowriders are they're they're hanging out in the 300 block they mm-hmm. could very easily try to squeeze in on the 100 block yeah, just yeah. to be cool where everybody is to show off their cars but no they there's the 300 block is dead. like if we if i say the old town's dead the 300 block is fucking basically asleep most of the time yeah so they go there they congregate there where there's no people and all of a sudden there is people well, yeah. you know if you're the cherry bean you're gonna be like hmm yeah. i could be selling a lot of coffee and tea you know there's dozens of people go there to hang out and now and the more often it happens and more people are gonna go let's go check out the cars plus let's go walk around the neighborhood i hear it's different you know yeah, yeah. and then and it yeah they they create this little economy just because now they have a place to hang out I still wonder how much people will tolerate that. Because yeah, again, yeah. let's let's be real. Some people think they see lowrider and they think cholo. Yeah, yeah. And that term, you know, man, there's still people think that. Yeah, that, that any gang, any lowriders a gangster or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, no, talk to them. They're nerds as well. They're they love cars. I mean, it's not cheap either. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, you get a car like that and fix it up, man. They're spending some money. Yeah, exactly. Those guys, yeah. They have good jobs and all that. No, and that's where I love the lowrider scene or cars is because they transcend like an engine and like a carbureted engine's a carbureted engine, man. So you'll see this guy that very well could be an actual gangster looking all tough with his yeah, yeah. tattoos and all that, talking to the squarest looking white guy, you know, and they're talking about their fucking exhaust or some shit, you know, because yeah. they, they speak that car language and that's how it like, 
they would never congregate in any other, you know, situation but because the guy was like is that a 454 big block you know and all of a sudden they're like yeah fuck it guy had a brock intakes and all that shit and all of a sudden they're just talking and that's where i what i love about the the lowrider culture is, is that yeah when people actually experience it and get past that oh it's just a bunch of gangsters cruising yeah, it's yeah. like like you were saying, those are very fancy cars for gangsters just to be walk, driving around no. trying to look tough. Like, fuck no. Gangsters in a stolen Honda Accord, man. <laughs> like, that's the guy you got to worry about. <laughs> it's all broken down. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. That 64 Impala with the fucking hydraulics and the fucking Dayton's and Vogue's. Nah, he's not, he's not going to do nothing to you. He's yeah. a grandpa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that goes into the other thing, though, but like the concourse. Was that Concord? Concord de la Gans. Yeah, I mean that's cars too, but that's like a big thing, right? That's like, oh yeah, that's that's a big thing in Monterey. But then you, you know these guys, these guys, they they love cars too. They have a love for cars too. It's just, it just happens to be lowriders, right? Dude, and, that, but they're looking, they're looked down upon like as a bad person, right? As that, like bad people. Yeah, like I don't know who does Car Week or what, but to me that'd be a great way to make more money as well. I mean, come on, let's be real. It's just capitalism. Yeah, yeah. They. Make a Selena's lowrider show around that time tied in with Car Week or the Concours or whatever. Yeah. Imagine if it was in the fucking playlist or whatever, the playbill. I don't know, however it shows. But you got people coming from around the world and like, wait, there's a lowrider show. And I'm sure people are curious, you know, people that are into Maserati or whatever yeah. and shit. They know about lowriders, but if you're living in Germany or something, you probably can't experience it. And yeah, if yeah. it's in there like, yeah, dude, just 10 miles away cool shops and everything as well and you get to to do this thing and i think it'd be fucking neat it'd be like a, an olive branch to be like look bro i know that this is pretty fucking fufurufu shit over here you know but but we're welcoming we want you to be a part of this as well i don't know i, I think that's a excellent opportunity or missed opportunity there on somebody's part i don't know i don't know who puts on what they could, they could like put it on their own and be like hey we're doing Lowrider de Elegance. Well, yeah, because they do the the Concours de Lemons at that time, oh, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is like the shittiest cars that yeah, you can yeah. find. But anyway, oh, I keep rambling and stories about that forever. Yeah. But is there, I, I mean, before we start wrapping it up, I just want to make sure that I did cover everything. Did you have any stories or anything that you wanted to tell? Um, or any, anything that we missed before we sign off? Yeah, so, well, you know, I, I work... I mean, in no rush, you know. We can, oh, yeah, we yeah. Have plenty of time. I, I work for a company, well, me and my partner, uh, John Upshaw, we run Monterey DJ. We do a lot of the events out of um, Monterey and Pacific Grove, and even down in Big Sur. A lot of weddings are in Big Sur. Oh, sure, I can imagine. And, and uh, so we, we have that, that company, but we work with a lot of companies around here, too. There's the DJ booth that's with Noel. Noel, he runs 201 right now. That he's the one that, that oh really yeah yeah dude big shout out to them man they've saved our ass a couple of times and they got like a rental program and shit yeah yeah there's been some times where we just need a mic or a stand or something and they're like yeah just sign it out <laughs> you know? yeah so noel actually he made a, a big record one during the freestyle era oh really yeah yeah and so he's he produced this record and he's big time like around here being a dj like the biggest one around here and he opened that shop the dj booth while well, he runs 201 now but uh, yes, yeah. So it's crazy. Like that's those are the guys that I was well, I was talking about earlier about looking up to, and it, and the thing was because I've been always rehearsing this in my head. Would you know like what do I want to talk about when I get here? Right? Yeah. But I wanted to talk about like Alice High School was the place where all these guys came from. These DJs, oh, right? Shit. So Alice, it was the East Side. These 
these Mexican kids that wanted to be DJs from like what they saw on TV. And um, that's where like Noel went. That's my brother-in-law, my sister, all all they went. And that's where all these DJs comes. But that was that generation. And then so it funneled down to our generation. I mean, there's more generations past me, but that's where like the DJing started picking up. And that's how we became in this industry, in this area of being DJs and entertainment entertainers. I mean, and just working in the clubs and being around here. I always like to say like, I've been in pretty much every spot around here. Like there's not a, like a really a club that I have. I've, I've DJed at 201 and they call me up sometimes when they need help. And so like, there's really not a spot around here that I haven't been at or haven't like DJed at. I'm not there all the time, but you know, like Eva's is my spot right now. Yeah. But there's really not a spot that I haven't been to or haven't DJed at. And people, it's a small community. We're, we're, we're just a small community. Uh, we, we look out for each other. We give each other gigs, um, you know, not necessarily club ones, but you know, it could be like a birthday party. Sometimes, sometimes you call it one company up and you'd be like, Oh yeah, I want that DJ. And like he's booked, but then we're going to refer you to another one, you know? So we're just, that, that's something that I'm, I've been working on of trying to refer DJs out to gigs and trying to get events, like just, to, yeah. just make people happen. Like people want to just a DJ, right? Yeah. They just want a party and like, that's I think that was one of the downfalls of, about us a while back is like it's hard to find somebody and like and you sometimes like they'll get these like barely people that are not professionals or they just barely started yeah and I go to hear a lot of stories about you know oh my DJ sucked or something like that or like he wasn't that good or they were just unhappy with them so I just want to make people happy like you know I I always tell my clients I'll get you the starters those are like the lowest levels right that's like the starters you pay a certain price you get you the mid-tier right and I could get you like the best best ones you know so you pick your like it's like a menu yeah (laughs) right you pick your like small medium large like what do you want right the professionals and then you know, everybody has, you know, if you're just doing a birthday party, I'll probably just get you like a, a, a small guy who's barely starting out or like, so that's why I always tell my clients, but there's, there's somebody for everybody around here. Yeah. So that, that I'm rambling on, but yeah. No, I love that. There's a whole scene like that, you know, and, and that you guys all know each other and are cool. Cause that to me is the most important thing is that the supporting each other, you know? And cause yeah, as like more podcasts start coming out here, everybody's so cool with each other as well you know and it, that's where it's awesome I'm, I'm not feeling like oh my god it's competition and shit it's yeah, like yeah. it's actually more motivating like fuck yeah dude find another support yeah, yeah you know there's somebody that we can go oh well you know what do you do when this happens you know and so yeah i love that that the dj's scene is like that as well locally and yeah so i was gonna say actually the same thing that you brought something to mind is that we do help each other out like if you need a speaker or like hey what you know what kind of um, dj equipment you use or like i'm gonna buy this like i just want a recommendation you know so we, we always help each other out we try to be of course there's like drama too with yeah. each other right it's not like all roses right but you know there's drama between each other which we're always like competing but we do what for me because i'm more just trying to be friendly with everybody i could reach out to all a bunch of people and i give gigs to a lot of people too and i, I just try to help everyone out um and tr- try to like do my best be friendly within the community and like they help out me too and yeah. like when i need um, referrals or like they'll, they'll refer me a gig and that's why i go back to like i, I dj'd everywhere because they trust me they were like okay yeah David knows what he's doing. He he could hold down a night, right? Yeah, yeah and he he'll, he'll be good, and I, I could trust him. He'll be there, right? Because sometimes that's another thing too. Like some people don't show up to your gig, like or the day before an event, you're like, "Hey, man, I gotta cancel." Like, oh, you can't cancel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, dude, this person paid like their deposit. I can't, I can't be canceling. Like, I need some people like a reliable, but they know that that for me, I'm at least reliable. Or, or if if not, like if I can't do it, I'll find somebody for you, right? And uh, and like I have my equipment and all that stuff. So yeah. 
Yeah, dude. No, that that's great. And I love that it's all opening back up and hopefully it stays that way, man. We don't need <laughs> all of a sudden this Delta, Delta variant or whatever the hell is coming. Up. Oh, that was I was going to tell a story. That was one story. So I did Palma High, Palma High School, the graduation. They had a graduation, like little event. It was like a carnival, actually. I oh, thought it was gonna, yeah, yeah, it was like a weird carnival. Yeah. So they had tacos in one area, like barbecue in one area. And then they had these games where they like get on these big trikes. And race on the track. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and uh, they had like you know what is the thing called where you you throw the little beanbags? Ah, uh, what the and cornhole? Yeah, cornhole. Is yeah, like slope. Yeah, they so they had that and other stuff like hula hoop tossing on a cone and all kinds of like stuff like that. Anyway, so I get there, the vice pr- uh, principal. He's like, "Hey, man, I want you to play good music, but not too good because I don't want these kids to start dancing." <laughs> the pandemic. I was like, "Okay, so you want me to be good, but not too good?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I just don't want them to dance." He's like, "It's outside. We got the masks on. That's cool." He's like, "But we just can't get them to dance." <laughs> but then the other funny thing is, I get home, <laughs> and I don't know if you know about the Facebook group of Selena's Crime Watch or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's like a big Facebook group, but they do like Selena's Crime Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Complaining Anyways, about everything. Yeah, they're, I'm compl- sure. they're complaining about my music at Oh, really? <laughs> So that uh, uh, they, sh- they show me the picture. My friend, he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I seen your." Uh, there was a post on uh, Selena's Crime Watch saying that the music was there was like this bumping sound coming from somewhere. They can't figure it out. I was like, "Yeah, it was that Palma, dude?" Oh my, how sheltered is those people? I was like, "Man, they can't do nothing." Well, they can't dance. It's like that movie, what, like Footloose or whatever. Yeah, right. They, they couldn't dance. <laughs> Yeah, and, dude, what the fuck's that town called, man? That, but yeah, yeah. So you can't loose. dance, and then you got these other people complaining that the music's like bumping too much. And we were over like at three. Yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck, dude, I don't know. Some people, fuck, I, because I, that's literally my neighborhood. I live in that area, uh-huh. and oh man, when my neighbor starts bumping, what I, I mean, it's usually classic rock and roll. He's from Georgia, the country. Uh-huh. And he really, he's really American, dude. Every Sunday he does a barbecue and he's bumping his classic rock. And it's one of the only times that anyone does it in my neighborhood. And I fucking love it. Yeah, like yeah. A, it, it I look forward to it. But I, I I just trip out. I can imagine that there's some people that are just like, oh, like so fucking loud. Like, yeah, yeah. What kind of life do you live that you're so insulated that that bothers you? Yeah. Like you don't have enough struggles in your life if that bothers you. You need to fucking live. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a, like, you know, there's a, the other thing is not just DJing. Like, there's a lot of bandas coming up. Like, grupos, are, they're coming up, right? And they're always out, too. They're, I mean, there's so many. That's where like, I get blown away. And, yeah, because Salinas is, like, a home base for And, like you were saying, a bunch of them go to the Bay Area. There's, you know, there's bands in Salinas that are, like, pretty big in the yeah, Bay yeah. Area. Like, we were just talking about the, is it Lalo the Puppet? Oh, yeah, yeah, Lalo, yeah. I didn't know about him, but he's got a huge following, you know, and just like that. And Selena's, you'll be at XL or something, and some some guy comes in in a shiny suit and whatever, and you just want to laugh at him, like, ah, look at that. But he's in a band with, like, a quarter million fucking Instagram yeah, followers. Oh, yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, dude, like, we're from Selena's. We practice here, but we go all over the West Coast to gig and shit. You just talk to people, and they're like, yeah, we just, you know, just fucking open for Bronco across the country and shit like wait what yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but in salinas you're just a teacher <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah there's a bunch of people doing cool shit dude and yeah the banda is a, is a whole nother scene yeah so that that, that that was another thing i was going to talk about is that like at first i started like electronic like i want to be electronic dj like techno house right that's what i wanted to be that's what i grew up with 
And then eventually I was like, man, to pay the bills, you know what? I got to be hip hop DJ. And then eventually now it's like, man, hip hop's not even working. Like I got to be a Latin DJ, right? Play like cumbias, banda, right? <laughs> and so now I got I, I've transitioned from different types of styles of music. Like I'm an Elvis, obviously, and they, we only play like cumbias, banda. And so just to make money, you got to like, you got to evolve, right? With the music scene. And so uh, that's, that, that was like the transition that I made through throughout my years. But I still love like electronic music. I still love hip hop. But you know, right now it's like the Latins. Even two hundred one is a Latin club, yeah. probably, right? It's like this Latin club that has banda, and so to be anywhere, you got you just got to do that. You just to make money, and then all the events that I get to, like the birthday party, that's what they want. We have this online tool that we use, and they could choose their music from it, and it prints out for us. Man, that thing's like eighty percent every time. Every time it's like eighty percent, and and actually it's it's funny because we do a lot of weddings in in Monterey, and it carries over to there too. It's like, man, I thought I was doing like this country like wedding, right? Yeah. This country bar mitzvah or something. Now they they want like Spanish, <laughs> and then even like all the way down to Big Sur, like these these music requests are are, are banda like and Mexican like, right? and they're calling us too. They're like, does does uh, does your DJ play Latin? Like, yeah, man. That's like they're calling us in Salinas. Yes, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we need a bilingual DJ. Okay, we get that for you too. But it's just crazy because like how many times I pick up the phone and they're asking the same thing. And yeah, I you know at first I wouldn't think of, but that was happening down there in Big Sur, yeah. Carmel, right, and all these places. But no, nah, it's just the area. Like that's what's that's what's going party on. music. Yeah, it's the party music, and they hear the their gardeners and cooks yeah. listen to it. <laughs> They're like, "It's cool shit." Guadalupe yeah. knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is all the way Carmel Valley, right? Like the big, big, yeah. big places. It's like this. This is just the same thing. Like this, just this area is that. That's what's going on. You know. Hell yeah. Well, and dude, and this is where I hope the city listens to my show. I hope everybody listens to my show. But there is like endless hustle in this town, man. If the city can do whatever it can to support the citizens, you know, and, and push them, you know, yeah, the, yeah. this town can, can be something really special. I mean, it already is. That's why we do this show. But yeah, dude, you, everybody has ambition here, man. And yeah, and I think the city's got to support that, and it's only going to make Salinas way better. And yeah. don't build a parking structure by the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's getting better. You know, I mean, like the change. We get political, right? We, we switch into politics, right? But like the changing of the city council. Yeah, right, right. It's becoming like, I feel like more open, right? It's not like the old guard, like oh no music. That's how like Monterey because we were talking yeah. about that. It's like that old guard is like. No, you guys are having too much fun. Like footloose, right? Like yeah. you guys dance. And no. like and then so like in the city council right now it's 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 younger, right? It's a younger council. It's like they see like for them growing up, they were like, Man, there's nothing there was nothing for us to do here. And now we want we don't want that to happen in the next generation, right? Yeah. We want you to stay in Salinas, right? Come here, grow up, and then stay because as we all know we have I'm sure each of us have friends that Grew up here, and then all of a sudden they're moving to Fresno, Sacramento. I have so many family in Baker. I don't know what's going on in Bakersfield, but they all <laughs> moved there. It's like it's so hot there. I don't want to move there. You think there's like a Salinas town, like you know how there's like Chinatowns and Korea yeah, towns yeah, oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You go to Bakersfield, like that's Salinas town. Yeah, Everybody yeah. from Salinas moves to that neighborhood. Yeah, don't yeah. go there after dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got great food. <laughs> but another thing too is like, so I, I work with with youth and. um Sac State is actually a big college that a lot of 831 
students go to. Yeah. But they end up staying up there too. It's like they love Sacramento and Bakersfield for some reason. But yeah. I would take Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento's got the river at least right yeah, there. Yeah. You could just float down the river, get all drunk. But anyway, David, thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, right. You, I'm not cutting you off. There's nothing oh, else no, say, no, that no, you no. want to talk about. Um, yeah, dude. Because yeah, you reached out via email, and then when I figured out you were part of the, the Salinas entertainment industry, I was like, holy shit! Like this is perfect opportunity to get another perspective. Like yeah, I yeah. said, we've had business owners on here. We, we've had musicians on here. We've had politicians on here. We've had you know everyone on the city council, most of them, everyone that was running. And yeah, so I I think that this is part of you know telling the story the complete story yeah. of selena's is also yeah from your perspective you know from your side of the of the fucking i was trying to think of the, the turntables damn it i was trying to be all poetic <laughs> and shit behind the turntables the new podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um so yeah so thank you for sharing you know your story and and again it'll help people really understand and really see that holy fuck there's a lot of people working really hard to keep this momentum going so this is a different area and yeah and it's different than from when we were growing up and then hopefully i mean it's weird because it was rough growing up but like i said i don't have fucking scars or anything you know and so i'm not saying yeah that you know we're all traumatized you know but but definitely it was rough you know and hopefully for the younger generation it's not as rough and they're able to really explore who they are and their ideas. And when, when they get, you know, when they figure out like, Oh, I, I want to try my hand at this DJ thing. They can reach out to people like you or people at that point that maybe you've inspired yeah, yeah. Or, or encouraged. And it just helps them, you know, get way more knowledge and, and it gives them a leg up. So when they're 18, 19, 20, they're already in a place where we were, you know, in our early thirties. Yeah. And that goes into like the opportunities, right? Cause that's the, one of the main reasons we talk about people moving and getting out of here is because the opportunities are not here. Right. There yeah. are other places in the city, Sacramento, Bakersfield, I guess. But, uh, right, yeah. that, that brings back the opportunity. So they, so they could grow up here and be what they want. Right. Cause you, we always like me and you, we grew up and it's like, what are you going to do around here? Right. You're going to be a teacher working ag, working government, like that working, um, I know you said you worked at household or what was it? No, I worked. No, I worked. Capital One, Capital One. Oh, no, no. Heck no. Oh. No, no, no. Well, they, no, I I bring them up a lot because they, when they left, they left a million dollars for the city and I did some kind of entrepreneur program from that. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, that was like the the, the only opportunities when we grew up. Like, man, do you want to work in certain places around here? But now that, that, you know, Salinas is coming up as like a vibrant city. It, it, it opens opportunities for everybody and you could stay here and do what you want. You want to work in podcasts? You could stay here. Yeah. And work in you want to be a DJ? You could stay here. You want to work, you want to rap, right? That's the thing too. You could stay here and rap, right? Or whatever you want to do, be a YouTuber, whatever. And so like that entertainment industry, the whole entertainment industry is, is forming around here. And, and I see it all the time that it's, it's, it's coming up, but it's also coming up because people are staying, the city's vibrant, and then going back to what you say, they just need to, the city just needs to give them opportunities to grow, right? And not not yeah. trying to price out like you have your studio, and then eventually like, oh no, man, this is like a, a prime area because this is gonna be better. So they start kicking you out because they start raising their rent, you know. I'm already thinking about that because, like we said, again, the those apartments are going on literally in the alley across the yeah, way. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if someone from the Bay Area wants 
wants to make this their office and work remotely, they can probably afford more than I can. Yeah, yeah. And I love the landlord, but he's probably, money is king, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I hope that, 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 you know, that the city is there to be like, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that there's, just goes back to what I was saying, like, yeah. Just keep the opportunities here. You got you got Masa, right? He promotes stuff. We got the media knowledge group. They do stuff. You got you. And so we just keep that entertainment going because that's it's fun to have all the ag, right? And But people want to have a good time too, yeah. right? That, that's what the creatives come. That's where the, the creative pieces come from, right? You want to live in a good city where not only there's opportunity for all like business banks and all this other stuff, but after hours you want to, you want to have a good time and just like relax and yeah. just enjoy a movie or enjoy a podcast or enjoy, you know, some creative type stuff or like dancing, nightlife, whatever. Or so, a yeah. show. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Again, the, the little puppet did a little comedy bit, you know, so yeah, it was yeah. fucking neat to fucking, yeah, to see that all of a sudden, you know, there's all this going on up and down the street. But, yeah. um, but anyway, I could go on forever and ever, and we will at some point. Now I, you know, we've we've met. Now yeah. you're you're a friend of the show, so especially now that you know when things start opening up, you know, keep me up to date, and and we'll get you back at some point, and we'll we'll give an update. Yeah, yeah, no problem. But uh, yeah, David, again, thanks again for coming on. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.